0: Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. I'm excited about 21 days. I don't know about you. I'm believing God for great breakthroughs in your life, and uh, we're going to get in this word. I got a lot of I got a lot of scripture for you today. So if you don't, if you don't have a pen or paper, take out your phone, get a brand new note sheet, because you got to die, because we're teaching today, teaching, proceeding, revelation, revelation, activating, how you're supposed to get this done, because you got to break the barrier of the soul, does that make sense? Now, look, I'm teaching you like mature believers today, because you are, I don't know what he's talking about, then you ain't paying attention. 9 o'clock, I was nice. 10.30, I'm going to be a little ornery. I can feel it. You probably need it. No, I'm not like that. But you got you to, gotta, listen, church is not going there and hearing me scream and yell and shout and you run around the building and don't duplicate success. You need teaching. You understand this? You understand what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You need to apply this to your life. Trust me. That's how you get it. I gotta No, no, no. The Word of God is going to change your life. See, if nothing lasts in your life, you'll never have lasting change until it's produced from a seed. You understand that? Because your soul can only run so long on soul power, then it's over. Then it's done. Excitement. It's cute, but it don't last. Oh, I'm having a real good run. I'm real disciplined. That'll wear off. I got to have seed in me that's kind of like almost like a, 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 a supernatural law to make me succeed. So this is where you put these deposits in and then down the road, we get excited, man. It's going to be, this is how you do it. Now, this is the thing about the kingdom, it's all fair for everybody. God don't got no special nobody. Right. Y'all special. You know what I mean by that? Well, how do these guys do it? They put the time in the word. You got to put the time in the word. Now, this is the good thing about having me. You pay me to be ready. I talked to this business guy this week. It was funny, hilarious. I go, you know, guy's good, really good at what he does. You know, he's doing really well. I said, "That's why you pay me." (laughs) He said, "What'd you say?" I said, "You pay me to look. If I go to you, right?" Keith's real smart. Runs those power plants, does all that, keeps all that stuff, all that, and all the energy you guys got is because of Keith. Otherwise, lights would go out. I'm being serious, right? You think the first time I walk over there, I'm gonna go try to figure this joint out? Are you nuts? I'm going to go, Keith, do what you do, and I'm going to just sit there and hang out and drink coffee. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going there. I ain't going there. I ain't laying no concrete. I ain't doing none of this stuff. No. I'm not going to go there. Why? You do what you do. So when you come in here, don't critique it. Grab it. Just take it and say, all right, this is what this dude's telling me to do, or you need to go somewhere else. I told you that. Well, I trust this other guy over here. Well, good. Go where you trust somebody. That's God's honest truth that'll help you because people are like, Well, I, I don't know if I can. We're beyond that. Apply it, grab it, go with it, apply it, and this is how you get the lasting change. Because how many of you know we need the lasting change? You know what I'm saying? I'm saying this in the right way because it's the Word of God. I'm smart enough to know if I can keep you in the Word of God, you'll grow. So, this is what I'm saying. So, when you get these truths, I'm gonna show you how to break the barrier to soul because the soul's a problem. Amen. You don't have spirit problems, you got soul problems. Now, listen, next. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I added Friday to the summit because I shot it the other day. We came in, and I was like, you know what, just in case I need to have something, let me load it, so I loaded it. So next Wednesday, 7 o'clock, Thursday, 7 o'clock, Friday, 7 o'clock, online, we're gonna shoot it only. Nobody's gonna be in the building. You need to watch it. If you don't watch it, go to the app, download it, learn about it. I'm gonna start it, but ain't no way in God's green earth I'm gonna be able to finish it. So I got three days Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all next week, okay? So you, you make time to put it in or listen to it, you know, podcast, whatever, however you do it, okay? You got it? Praise the Lord. All right, how many are excited about giving? You got to get excited about giving. Now listen, right? I want to talk to you about this first fruit because we're getting ready to take this first fruit offering next week. Can you believe it? It's on us already. Next week, this thing's here. Okay, what's the first fruit? What's the difference? Pastor Chris, what in the heaven are you talking about? Talk about sowing a, a gift to God over and above your tithes and your offering. It's a free will offering. And you, got none of, you do what God tells you to do. You want to participate, you participate. You don't want to participate, you don't have to participate. You understand me? I think everybody, now somebody, somebody asked, what do I do? Well, I don't go backwards. That's just me. Right. No, I'm not going backwards. Like, dude, if I gave last year, I'm sure enough of not going back from that what I gave last year. How stupid would that be? You know what I mean? Like, oh, God told me give less. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? No, you know, because you want to increase. And how many know money, the only way to increase, is you got to sow more? Right. Keith Moore freaked me out. I was at Rainbow, you know, and he said, I give in increments and reap in the same increments. I said, What did you say? <laughs> i never forget it. Start telling those stories. You ever watch him on TV? Keith Moore. You ever watch Keith Moore? You ever watch him? He thought, I was in a double wide. I was like, Mississippi. I said, what does this cat say? I'm in a double wide green shag rug in a double wide Mississippi eating pinto beans and cornbread. I said, what the heaven is he talking about? You ever see him? And all of a sudden, this joker started showing up with all this new stuff. I said, this joker ain't eating pinto beans no more. He's figuring something out, man. I was watching him. I said, this joker knows something now. I said, because, you know, you got to park. See, now, like, when you go there, you got to park your ride. I knew where the rides were, the cars. Because I was working there, you know, I was ushering. And I said, man, this Joker got a new ride again, man. And I said, man, he he off that cornbread now, bro. <laughs> he was learning, you know. You could tell, like, I'm not being a smart This is how everybody got to start someplace. Amen. And I said, man, this guy's cornbread and pinto beans and now giving in increments. What's he know I don't know about money? You know? Mm-hmm. He said, you, you grow. So now here's his first fruit. Let me explain it to you, and then we're going to go. Because I won't take all day with this. Okay. You have to pray, you have to prepare, and you have to prioritize. All right? First fruit is over and above your, 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 your tithe and your offering. It's a free will gift that you give to God based upon what God tells you. Now, sometimes if I prayed, God didn't tell me. You didn't pray long enough. Because don't get stingy and get weird. I know what happens because the first time you hear it, it freaks you out. Freak me out. I was like, that's a lot of money, God. <laughs> I don't want to go, I don't want to be thinking like, but I knew what he was saying you give where you're at, you purpose in your heart. Sometimes, you know, you just do it all one shot. You do whatever God tells you to do. People would call me up. Oh my God, the stuff that I got all week last week was hilarious, man. Some of it. I was like, I'm not saying do what God tells you to do and leave me alone. Because I don't want you coming looking for me. You know, after you do it, they're like, oh, you told me. I didn't tell you nothing. I said, you go do what God told you to do and I'm minding my own business and you mind your own business. You do what God tells you to do and it ain't nobody's business, right? But look at Romans eleven sixteen. 16. This is this picture. You know, Lauren did this for me because I asked her. This was the picture in a minute. I'm going to show it to you. Read this. Now look up. We're talking about our first. That's next week. This week you give it. For if the first fruit be holy, then the lump is also holy. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. He said if the first fruit is holy, then everything's holy. Look at this picture. This was the picture I was talking about for some of you guys. You can pop that up there if you get a chance. This was the picture that I seen on that plaque with that scripture, Romans eleven sixteen, 16, I didn't know what it was. And I got it. See, this is what you guys do every week. Now listen, let me explain something to you. If you ain't tithing, you better get it together. Because you the people, you listen to me, I love you. I, I teach this really simple, I think. I wasn't trying to be like, odd, oh, but this is what it is to God. A tithe is a loan. That's all it is from God. Everyone in this room has lent money to somebody that never brought it back. You ain't never giving those people no more money. Maybe you did it once, family members, you might do it twice, but after that, you, you quit. Come on, man, why? Because I, I am not I'm not doing it. You understand know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing with tithing. If I, you know what I'm saying, you give somebody money. Hey, man, here's his money. That joker never come back with that money. You ain't giving that guy no money again? Why? Because you were a thief. You understand? Know don't be that guy. Uh, the tithe. People don't understand this stuff. The tithe is a loan. You understand know this? If God's giving you a loan and you don't bring back the tithe, why would God give you more? That's creating first principles of financial trouble. I don't tithe. Well, you know how much money I got? I saw this dude had more money, than he knew what to do it. You know how much money I got? Not enough, bro. You ain't got enough because here's the thing. You don't have no kingdom laid up in storehouse in heaven. You just got mammon in the earth. You can't take that. You're going to have no reward. And number two, you don't want to be disobedient to God because I'm going to tell you right here now. And it starts affecting all your life. Don't, don't rob God, man. And so you, your preachers talk about money because you need money. I care about your money. I got to sow my own money to reap. But don't get sticky for you. Well, I don't tithe. That's your first mistake. My God in heaven, did he just say that? Yeah, because guess what? It belongs to the Lord. That's why God said to Malachi, why do you rob me? He said, what you mean rob you? You ain't even giving me back what I gave you. Don't be that guy. So it makes sense. So tithing makes sense. God gave me a loan, and he wants to see, am I going to give it back? If you don't give it back, why would I give you more money? You don't do that in the earth, you sure ain't going to do that with heaven. You got it. Now let's look at this first fruit thing. What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to give a gift. You give a gift that God tells you to give. First fruit is a, not my tithe, not my offering. It's a free will offering we give every time first of the year because we give to God as a pledge. Now, why am I doing it for future harvest? It's anticipating my future harvest. So you pray and you ask God. Now, watch this. Pastor Chris, now this principle right here is very important. Romans eleven sixteen. 16. Now, just look at me. Now you need to learn this stuff. Romans eleven sixteen 16 said if you separate this to God where it came out of everything's blessed. That's your tithe, too. So, $100 comes in, God goes, Give me 10 bucks. You're like, I don't want to give him the 10 bucks. Well, then everything you got is yours. It ain't God's. But once you give the 10% of the 100, now the hundred's blessed. You see this? So, if 1000 bucks comes in, God says, Hey, give me the 100, that's the tithe. That's simple math, right? Then everything's blessed. Man, what's your house going to look like after a while? Everything's blessed. Because everything's been given off of. You see what I'm saying? These are principles. I don't believe it. Well, do what you want to do, but I'm just telling you the principles of heaven. If the tithe, If the first fruit is holy, then the whole lump's holy. So what do you do? Now watch this. God comes to you with a number. Hey, I want you to give such and such amount of money this year. It might blow you out of the water. What's it going to look like the minute you go, okay, God, I'm going to take a percentage of it, and I'm going to give it to you? Everything that he's got coming is going to be blessed. That means he's going to chase you down and find you. You do it in increments. But here's the thing. Everybody I got to understand, you got to pray, you got to prepare, and you got to prioritize. Remember in the beginning when you used to give gifts that hurt? You had a sac- I remember being single, you know, running around. I'm like, man, if I give this to God, I ain't going shopping this month. It just wasn't going to happen. The sacrificial seeds that you sow to God, money can't, there's no money value in it. It's beyond money. It's a heart commitment. You know what I'm saying? Like when you got to, now some of you know what I'm talking. Those days are over to a degree. You could still do what you, you know, But if it came down, me going to take it to kids or go do something or give it to God. See, you got to sometimes. You remember we say, you, sometimes you give you give till it hurts. That's the truth, man. I ain't, that's, the, that's the true language, man. People think like, oh, you're being, no, I'm not. Because you sacrifice to give to God. But then he supercharges your seed and puts you in things you could never get to by yourself. How many remember those sacrificial seeds? How many now ain't even thinking about that now? Bank account looks good, don't it? Come on, somebody, come on, somebody, come on, come on. Remember that when you were rubbing nickels? Come on, shakarabah. Remember that. Remember, remember. Remember you working double time, overtime, scraping to get it, 80 hours? Where am I going to get But you were faithful to God. Hey, I feel the Holy Ghost. You were faithful to God. Because you know, I know some of your testimonies. That's why some of you are crying right now. You didn't know where it was going to come from. You didn't know how he was going to do it. You didn't know. they looking at you like, where is it going to go? Now you got, you got it more than enough. You ain't got just enough. You got more than enough. You got plenty. How did that happen? Because I, I honored God when I had dollars. Brother Hagin used to tell that story. He told that story about that girl. She, she was a sing, sing, single mom. She had all this stuff going on. She was all messed up. And she said, he used to bang on the door on Saturday and say, Brother Hagin, you better take this money because I'll spend it by the morning. She was talking about feeding her kids. He said, I would take it, and he said, I shut the door, and I'd cry. I was sitting in the room when he said it. He was in the classroom. He told us, he said, I'd take it, and I'd cry. I shut the door, and I'd cry. But I knew she needed to have her seed in the kingdom more than she needed to have it in the earth. <sighs> 20 years later, a door, granddaughter came back. She goes, Brother Hagin, I own all that property over there. <laughs> Woo! See all that laying over there? That was my mama. Remember my mama used to bring the tithes? Told stories. To my remember my mama used to bring that tithe to you, Brother Hagen? Brother Hagen said, oh, yeah, I remember her. And Brother Hagen he said, yeah. She said, I own all that property over there. I own all that stuff now. <laughs> Babe, I don't know what you're laying up. You might be laying it up for somebody else, but praise be to God in the family, you laying it up. It ain't going to miss your house. He'll do it. He'll do it. But ain't my business. Do what God tells you to do. I don't care. People call me up this week. Should I do this? I ain't telling you nothing. You do what God tells you to do, and then you, you prove him in the window of heaven, and you see what he does. But some of you got to get the basics down pat. I don't, I don't tithe when I'm good. No, nah, you need to tithe every day. You know, Doc was telling me that principle. It was funny one time. He said, he said I was working. He said I'd get off work. I'd get off freezing. Get off work. I said, what would you do? How would you turn this thing around? He said, this is what I used to do when I was working. He said, I get done at 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night sometimes, freezing. Sometimes 9 o'clock at night. He goes, I knew it took me a half hour to get to church. He goes, I knew Wednesday night would be getting out. He said, I'd get dressed, get my clothes on, and go. No church was going to be over, but made sure I brought my tie to the church as it was finishing. Man, I said, what? Oh, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to be on time. I'd probably catch him just on the way out the door, but I made sure I brought my tie." <laughs> That principle's work. You got to get serious about it. Once you get serious about it, God will get specific about it. Oh, yeah, something happened inside of you. When it starts coming in, you know, you start going, oh, there's more seed. See, the problem with people is they want to eat it. You don't eat it, you got to sow it because it ain't going to last forever. You know what I'm saying? Because there's seasons you got to set up for because the earth looks good right now, but when the earth goes through a whip, you ain't going to go through it. You're going to have someone much seed in the ground, you're going to pull on reserves. That's the best offering teaching you getting in a while, right? I'm telling you how to do it. Now you do what you want to do. I don't I don't like you. I don't care if you like me. Okay, I love you. You do what you want. I'm telling you the truth. So what I gotta do, you gotta pray about it. You gotta what? You gotta prepare and you gotta prioritize. You got it? You know what to do, you know why you give, and that's what you do. Amen. Here come the ushers. Praise the Lord. So well, I don't want you, I, I don't talk about money. I want go to that. I want go to the other church down the road, the Episcopalians, they don't want to talk about no money. Praise be to God. I gotta bless you. I'm going to be around people with wealth, increase. You know what? You want to know why? You want to know why I want you to have it? Why is Jesus going to cross? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You can't. That's redemption, man. So if you want to leave it on the table, that's your business. But somebody in this room don't want to leave it. It's like, God, you laid it up. I'm taking it. It's my inheritance. If it's your inheritance, what should you do? Get it. Amen? You get your inheritance. Amen. 386 Text to give relevantfl.org. You know how to do it. Cash App, you know what to do. Come on, somebody. Y'all need to smile. Sometimes it's like, man, it's like air traffic control in here. We hit a little turbulence. Did I knock some of that religion off you? Yeah, you know, religion hates me. Can't stand me. This guy's going to go for another 20 minutes about this. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might stay here for an hour. I'll stay here for three days. Yeah, because I want you to have it. I don't want you to have the pressure. You know what the three greatest pressures I've seen here? This is why I started fighting against it. This is why I do a money summit. Paul Paul will tell you, when you start dealing with married people, because they got the marriage ministry here, most of the biggest problems married people have is money. It was what, 60-some-odd percent? Somebody could do the statistic, Google it. It was 60-some-odd percent of the reasons why people get divorced is money troubles. And and, a Christian, too. So yeah, you could do it. I started to notice it was one of the biggest problems we had was finances and the marriage were creating so much strife. People were, and it's like it becomes like a real, real problem. I don't want you having that. So how do I stay ahead of it? That's why I do the art of love. How do I get ahead of it? I got to teach you these principles so you don't have to deal with this junk. This is what we're gonna do. Here's how we're gonna do it, and that's it. We ain't gotta talk about it no more. Now we pray about it, and you got to be on the same page when. You know what I'm talking about. Let me just pray for you, stuff. That's why I talk about it. Because what, what are we crazy? I don't need to counsel you more than I'm counseling you now. I'm going to deal with it right then and there. Hold your seat in your hand. Say this out loud. Say, Father, thank you for the word of God. It's true. I believe it. And I know you're going to speak to my heart. And this is going to be the best, the best financial season of my life. Now say this specifically. Say, thank you for leading me. And guiding me to wealth. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. That means your job. some of you getting brand new jobs. I didn't, I didn't forget that either. You're getting a brand new job. I'm telling you right now, some of you, man, you've you got to change your job. You don't have enough coming in. You're over there working. I like my job. If your job ain't paying your bills, get a new one. Like it. You just need to say, bump that, man. I like the people I work with. They don't pay your bills. No, man. Shift gears, amen? Thanks for sharing, all right? Okay, so now here's what we do. We gotta break the limitation of the soul, so just trust me, all right? Take out your notepad, let's go. You understand you're a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body, you understand that? Does that make sense? You're a spirit being. You wanna see this stuff? You need to see this, it'll help you, okay? Here we go, 1 Peter 3, 4, here we go, boom. We're gonna go 1 Peter 3, 4, we're gonna go right through this thing. I'm gonna get it to you. You're going to have great, great, great success. 1 Peter 3, 4, glory be to God, hallelujah, right? But let it be the hidden man in the heart, underline it. And that which is not corruptible, right? The hidden man in the heart is what? He's not corruptible because he's made an incorruptible seed. Does that make sense? That means this. If you do the system, the system will produce the fruit you need in your life. Incorruptible means there's no way it could be tainted, corrupted, or what? transformed any other way but perfect what it means. Incorruptible. You ever see somebody's corrupt? What's their problem? They compromise integrity. Right? Your, your spirit cannot compromise integrity. The word of God cannot be compromised. It produces just the way it's said every single time. Is that good? So now you got to get this. We're going to roll. And what it was not corruptible, even what well, meek and quiet spirit, we ain't even worried about it. But it hit a man in the heart, he's not corruptible. It's perfect. You understand that? Okay. You good? So you got everybody got it? So they hit a man to man on the inside. Now watch, we're going to switch gears just for a minute. I'm going to take them to that First Peter 1 because I like having that one in that spot. Go to First Peter, 1 Peter 1, 22. Got it? Okay, just write them down because there's a lot of them coming at you, and they're going to come at you pretty quick. I'm going to go slow. We're teaching today. Okay? And you just write these down, and you go back over them, all right? Seeing you have purified your souls. How in heaven you purify your soul? You wash it. So, what's my soul comprised of? Mind, will, emotions. Got it. Write that down. My soul is my mind, my will, my emotions. Got it. My God in heaven. You see it. So you got you got a mind, you got a will, you got emotions. My spirit. My spirit got born again. You understand what that means? Came alive to God. How was my spirit born again? Here's how I show you, right? First Peter. Got that? Write that down. Okay, here we go. Seeing you have purified your soul. Well, how do I purify my soul? You wash it. The washing of the water of the word. What do I wash it with? The word. So that means you got to take your mind and you got to say, hey, wash it. Am I allowed to think that? Am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to go that way? My will. Am I allowed to walk on that road? Check it with the Word of God. My emotions. Can't, am I allowed to feel that? Well, man, what's your life going to look like the moment you tell your emotions? Can't. Am I allowed to feel that? Oh man, you don't want to hear me. I'm saying there's a tough audience out there today. You see what I'm saying? Well, I want to feel it. Well, you ain't got no right to feel it. You ain't allowed to feel it. Pastor Chris, are you trying to tell me I ain't allowed to have my own feelings? No, because your feelings ain't real. Now look, I understand what you're saying, man. Sometimes this is is tough. It ain't tough. It allows no level of, uh, of the enemy stopping you from your destiny because the problem we have is not a spiritual problem. It is a soulish problem. And we therefore do not connect spiritually with our soul to create the environment that God wants us to live in. Because in your soul is where rejection lies. You understand what that means? You understand what that means? Yep. That means my spirit's saying you can do it, my soul goes, I don't know how. Senses and reasonings. So your emotions go, I don't feel. You got to tell your emotions, hang on, time out. I don't know if we're allowed to feel that. See what I'm saying? Now, right then, when that happens, I don't like this. Nobody likes it because you don't get to get what you want. You get to get what God wants you to have, and that puts you in a spot. Uh, you're going to like it when you get there, but the process of getting there really detaches you from really a lot of uh, em- emotional. Uh, yeah, let me just tell you the way it is. You can't be a baby no more when you get in the Word of God. I want to be a No, you ain't allowed to. It cuts it out. You, you ain't allowed. You, you can't. I'm mad. We well, can't be mad for long because if it turns into uh, unforgiveness, you're going to jack up your prayer life. Well, I don't want to forgive. Well, if you don't forgive, your prayers ain't going to work. You know, it, it puts you in all this stuff. It makes you grow up, is what it does. Yep. That's all it does. So let's just leave it at that and go. We're all growing, working grace, work in progress, whatever. Blah blah blah. Look at this scripture though. You got you all right. Mm. I'm a little lit right now. I feel pretty good. I feel a little saucy. See, I feel a little soft. I got it over there. It hit me. I said, like, whoo. All right. Seeing you purify your soul. What is wrong with this guy? Nothing. I don't know. See, Yeah, I went over there and it hit me. Seeing you purify your soul. Everything goes in slow motion. It's like Matrix. Then it starts going in slow motion. You're like, hey. Seeing you purify your souls and obeying the truth. So you got to purify your soul. Well, he gives you the truth. So how do I wash how do I wash my soul? How do I renew? How do I save? How do I purify? With the truth. So, what's the truth say about your emotions? Oh, great. You got no more room. See what I'm saying? It's good, though. Just where you guys want to grow. Spirit, unfringe love. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Keep going. Watch this. You're going to like 23. Everybody say 23. Being born again, not of. Sounds just like we said there. Right? That 1 Peter 3, 4, uh, incorruptible. Guy, the real you. That means the real spirit in you. And And being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible. By the word of God, which liveth in the body forever. See that? See that? Did you catch that? Did you get it? Same incorruptible from the word gave me new birth. That incorruptible spirit is born in truth. Okay, what well, I gotta know that James one twenty one, just write down James one twenty one. You'll see it. You're getting it. You see it. Does that make sense? So the word of God that gave me the new birth was made it incredible. Well, what, what's my what's my deal? You want to hang on to your emotions, but your emotions are not hang onable. You got to get rid of them. You got to filter up the truth and say you're not allowed to take preeminence anymore in my thinking. Otherwise, you're not gonna see what you do. Watch what happens. See God. I'm gonna show you this. God's trying to get you to line up. See, this is what God wants. Soul alignment. You ain't not a spirit problem. Where's fear? Fear ain't in, no, in, your, in the Holy spirit, spirit side of you. Fear's in your soul. Where's worry? Worry ain't in it. It's all in your soul. Where's regret? Where's this? Where's that? Where's, 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 it's all in your soul. So if you don't train your soul how to respond, how to react, how to think, it's a real you, part of you. You're going to have blocking of what the Spirit... I'm going to show you in a minute right after the Scripture, because after this we'll go to Ephesians 1 and 3. What it does is it stops spirit life. So the bottom line is the Spirit of God's trying to do for you, but we keep shutting it down in the soulless realm because we don't... Because I told you, the Bible don't make no sense, man. If you're going to look at the Bible and go, oh, this makes a lot of sense, God is whack, dude. Are you kidding me? Dude, please stop, man. The Bible's crazy, Like, do you ever think of, like, the Bible like a natural, like, come on, man, stop it. Oh, you're terminally ill, and all I got to do is walk in there and lay my hands on you, in the name of Jesus, you're going to get well. That's crazy without faith. But with faith, it's the truth. You understand what I'm saying? It is the truth. Give away the money you got when I need money. That don't make no sense. Come on, right? Bless them that curse you. Come on, man, let me punch them that curse me. You see what I'm saying? Everything takes faith to work. work. So why in the world are you trying to go, oh, I can't logically figure out the Bible? No, duh. You're not going to logically figure out the Bible. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make no sense. Pray in unknown tongues and pray out perfect prayers unto God when I don't know one stinking word of what I'm saying. But do it by faith. It's going to be great. Are you crazy? This don't make no sense. That's why you don't come into it with sense. You come into it with faith and trust God because you know he's true. You know he's telling you the truth. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Come on, somebody. Yes. You know what I'm telling you. And you're like, well, I need to understand. Stop needing to understand and accept and don't reject and do the process because the process will get you to the future you want to see. Okay? Now, look at this one. Did you get the other one? James one, 121. Trade that down. Mm-hmm. And wherefore, lay apart... All filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the what? The engrafted word which is able to save your soul. What's that mean? That word has what? The power and potential within it to transform you. Cause if you if you graft something into something we've been engrafted into Israel, the Bible says the Gentile. you, you know all these tree people? Somebody in here is a tree. You ain't you know not cutting them, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like putting trees together. I went to the store, I told you that time, they got limes and lemon trees. They got limes and lemons on the same tree. How in the heaven they do that? They graft it in. Right. All you farm people, you know what I'm saying? planters or whatever you are. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know, right? I've seen it on TV. They cut it. They notch it. They stick it in. They duct tape the thing with this plastic junk, and next thing you know, it grows into it. Okay? You get it? The Word of God's got the same ability that if you put it in your spirit and take it out of your spirit and put it in your soul, it'll transform your mind. The power of the spirit. So how do I really have, how, so how do I have true, lasting, everlasting change? You take the Word of God and plant it within yourself. That's how you do it. I ain't losing you, you smart. See, I'll make you put the work in today, though. Well, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah, well, guess what? The guy that stuck a little stupid seed in the ground and left it there and walked away, he didn't think it was going to work either. That's why Jesus said, day and night, he don't know how. But first the blade, then the ear, and then the full kernel in the ear. Come on, increase. That's how everything grows, in time, and process, in the word of God. See it? Come on, I'm not that far out. You know, you with me. So now you got to take that seed and allow what? To have the graftability capability to produce transformation. Okay, so here we go. Ready? He said this. He said the outward man perishes, but the inward man is becoming renewed day by day. You understand that? The outward man is perishing? Inward man? Who's this outward man, inward man? The inward man's the real you. The outward man is the you that contacts the earth. The inward man is becoming renewed day by day. Look at Ephesians one and three. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. I mean, who hath? Blessed be the God. Look at it. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord. Did you see it? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Do you get that one? Write down Colossians 1 27, goes right with it. You getting it? So what, he blessed me with what? Somebody say it. All what? Spiritual blessings where? In heavenly places in Christ. Where, in Christ? Look at in Christ. Heavenly places are in Christ. All spiritual blessings are in Christ. And what God would make known the mystery, look at 27. And blessed be God. Here he's blessed, right? Oh, no, you want to stay there? It's okay. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. Look at it. With what? Where are all these spiritual blessings? In heavenly places. Where's heavenly places? In Christ. Colossians 1.27. Look at it. You got it? To which God would make known. What is the riches of the glory of this mystery? What's the riches of the glory of the mystery you want to make known? Christ in you, the hope of glory. So all those heavenly places in Christ are found in this mystery of Christ in you. So, so watch this. Everything you need is in you. Once you get born again, you ain't got to go find any falling out of the sky. It's coming through you. So now here's the problem. Where's the block? Soul. I don't think that's true for me. know, well, it ain't gonna be. Yeah. You gotta get you gotta get agreement in the arena of the soul to allow the access of what spiritually has been done to you to flow through you. What do you mean? Well, God ain't never talking to you like you're some robot. He talks to you in the spirit. He don't talk like God never told you you're going to lose a battle a day in your life. He ain't never told you you're going to be broke, sick, died, disgusted. That's why people come up with these weird testimonies. Well, God told me. No, 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 no. That ain't God telling you that. God only lines up with the word. And when he speaks the word, you got to either agree with it or disagree with it. Well, I don't know if I can handle it. He didn't ask you if you can handle it. He told you you agree with it. He'll handle it. You agree with it. See what I'm saying? So what happens when my mind starts shutting it down? It rejects. Rejection, unbelief is in the soul. You have to teach your soul how to believe. You can find it. It's in Hebrews. I'll show you. You understand that? You have to to make it believe because it don't want to believe. It wants to reject because that's where knowledge is and sense knowledge and not biblical knowledge. Just feelings and senses all work in the soul. So when the word of God shows up, God talks big in the word, and then you got over here, excitement for me. That's why Mark chapter Mark chapter four is, man. I never said this today in my life. You need to write this down. Mark chapter four is man's soulless response. The garden of the heart is man's soulless response to the word of God. Does that make sense? Okay. The gardens of the heart was man's soulless response. Such hear here with gladness. They get all excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. Then pressure comes. They let go of it. Oh, they receive it with joy. Yay, it's going to be wonderful. They quit on it. The, the Mark chapter 4, the garden of man's heart, is man's soulless response to the word of God when he first hears it. All right. See it? That's, good. That's really good. Yeah. That's what he does. He goes, oh, I'm happy. Then pressure comes. I quit. Right. You know what I mean? That's how it goes, right? Oh, this is great. But I don't want it. Are you with me? So, was just a, so what was just so what you cannot do, but some some receive it with go, some receive it by faith, right? Mark chapter four said, saying, but take heed what you hear to measure your meat is whether well it's coming back. And then you get 30, 60, 100 fold How'd they do that? No rejection. See that? You can't reject it. You understand what rejection means? Oh, I don't that can't happen for me. Oh, I'm not that spiritual. Stop it. I can't have that kind of life. Yes, you can. Oh, I'm that's not for me. It is for you. Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't, stop making excuses. The word of God's fair for everybody and anybody. Only thing anybody ever got was maybe a head start on you. That's all. Amen? So write this down. Number one, what do I want you to see? I want you to see how important it is to start developing your soul. Write that down. You've got to start developing your soul. Number one, I want you to see how important it is to start developing your soul. Where is my mind at? Where is my will? Is my will conform, transform? Where is my will? What about my emotions? Oh, my God, I'm an emotional basket case. Sometimes it's like that. Ask your emotions. Get in this thing. Start digging it up. Well, I receive it with gladness. Can you be glad every day even when you can't see it? Yeah, now we're training that thing. Yeah, I'm going to train you, So You ain't going to like me. Now, this is where I got this from. 3 John 1, 2. You doing all right? Third. Come on. Yeah, yeah. But above all things that you prosper. I've been reading this scripture wrong for 20 years. Reading it wrong for 20 years. Look, 3 John 1, 2. Everybody's reading it wrong. For a while. Because I thought it was like, oh, I get it. My, my, I'm going to prosper and be healthy just like my soul. Read it, beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So I'm reading it like, well, my soul's doing good, so I guess I'm prospering. No, 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 no. Stop, beloved. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. So God wants you to be rich and healthy. Yes. That's God's idea. Mm-hmm. He said above all things. Well, you can't unread it. What's why you religious? Okay. Read the Bible. That's God. Beloved, I want you to be rich and well. He we talked more about money in the Bible than he does love God. And everybody freaks out when you talk about it. You need to cut it out. I'm tired of talking about it. You guys should stop resisting me and just accept what I tell you so I don't have to sit here for 20 minutes and try to tell you the truth. So yeah, man, as what he said. I wish above all things. Not prosper. Well, you know, that's not prosper like, no, shut it. It is prosper like that. And be in health, even as thy soul prospers. So I thought, like you probably thought, like, okay, I get it. My soul's prospering, so my, my, no, he said, look, 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 look. How good your soul is trained is how good you prosper and stay healthy. See it? Yeah, you got it now. Even as thy soul prospers. How many got a rich soul? Boom. How many got a healthy soul? Boom. Watch. I proved to you. You want to know why? Romans 12, 1 and 2. This is good stuff. This is good stuff, man. It's good stuff better right now. Well, I'm gonna see you. I know what I'm doing. You ain't know what you're doing. That's why you're here. Be quiet. That was for like five of you in the room. You honorary ones. Think you know what you're doing. I beseech you, therefore, I get really laser sharp too, man. I started seeking God, man. I can hear what you're thinking. Don't think that. I get you. I No, listen. I'm not I'm not being like that. Why don't you get this? I be, look, at, I'm, I'm proving it to you. You guys believe this stuff. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? And some of you are like, I, mean, I, I don't know what he's talking about. Right, what is he talking about? It's real simple. I'm, I'm telling you what you're hearing, and now you apply it. How does your soul prosper? Well, you teach your mind, you teach your will, and you teach your emotions. I, I'm mad today. Well, you can't afford to be mad too long. Right. It might cost you something. Right. So tell you're mad tomorrow. When it gets mad, hey, you can't think like that. Look, I told them in the morning service, you got too much strife in your house, some of you. Say, we ain't going to get none of this strife, bro. We ain't going to have no strife in this house. We ain't going to have no strife in this business. We ain't going to have no strife. Some of you got strife in your business. Business. I'm going to tell you right here now, anybody fighting on your job, you need to tell them, look, bro, you, your fighting is affecting my money, so you guys go squash this junk over there at the water cooler or whatever the heck you got to do, but get it over with, bro, because we ain't doing this another minute because if you get strife in this company, Cranking, you're going to spec my money. Oh, you don't think that's true? Ask Abraham and Lot. It wasn't Abraham and Lot that had the problem. It was their workers. And next thing you know, God's telling Abraham, go look and see what you can see because you couldn't see as good as you could see when you were connected to the wrong people. Oh, welcome to the world of vision. Your vision might be connected to some wrong people, and the minute it is, it's limited what you can see and do. Praise be to God. Somebody, this is the year you start your own business. Oh, you missed it. You're over there goofing off. You better pay attention. To it. This is the year you start the business because you don't need to be working for people that are going to cause problems for you. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I can tell by this room there's about three levels of faith. Your response is your response shows me your faith. Yeah, that's me. Start your own company. You guys are making billions of dollars. I'm telling you, man, I told you know what I told the kid? These kids are going to a whole new world. You guys, God bless you, man. I, this whole world is going to be virtual. I'm telling you, you think I'm kidding? Let me tell you, you're not. You're going to be an avatar, bro. <laughs> Am I kidding? This meta world is more real than you think, dude. These people ain't even going to use money no more, dude. And I'm telling you, I, these guys, I don't even know what they're talking about. They don't even want to. They, they're going to live in it. I'm telling you, listen to me. You're going to be an avatar, and you're going to live your life through some kind of thing. I can, uh, You think you're, you're? I'm kidding. You think I'm kidding? Am I kidding? I'm not. I'm telling you, watch me. I've seen this dude with $100,000 in cash in a bag show up at a place. I watched it. He said, I'm not even going to use money no more. I'm going to metaworld World. They're all going to this world. Dude, these kids are going there, bro. You think I'm kidding? That's where the money's going. You better follow it. They got Meta Church, bro. Your avatar shows up in the building. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about. You show up and it ain't even you. It's a virtual you. Am I lying? Will somebody help me? Help me. Am I right? Look, at the, the, the geniuses are over there. All you people are like, I know what I'm talking about. No, they got IQs higher than the whole building. Come on. I'm telling you, this is where it's going. And you're all know, like, I told the kids, I said, I'm shot out. I can't even figure out crypto, let alone you bringing me to some meta world, bro. You talking foreign language to me. I'm done. You guys better go learn it because if you stay ahead of it, you'd be rich. Now, I'm telling you. All right. I don't know what I'm talking about. You can buy clothes in this world. You buy shoes. It ain't real. What is this NFT thing is all this stuff? The pictures in there that people create. And the whole world's going here. Oh, I don't want to be. I ain't even got a cell phone. You're a dinosaur, man. Go lay down. I'm telling you. It, it, it's going there, man. So, like, we're in this world. Of, well, my mind doesn't want to be renewed. Listen, you got to renew your mind to the word, but you better stay ahead of what's going on in the earth. People, this thing go flying right by you. Look, I'm being serious. What's that got to do with the Bible? I don't know. That's a million-dollar b- b- budding trail for somebody in here that pays attention. Why not this year Why not this year be the year you start this business? Why not this year be the year you separate yourself from ding-dongs? Man, I'm telling you right now, show up on a job, look. Oh, I, they can't. They can do what they want to do. They got, they got rights. You got to know I'll pay your bills. Tell that company, this company work for God. We're going to pray before we go to the job site. I had these guys. I tell you that story a hundred times. I don't know, I'm so tired of telling. it, I don't even want to tell you no more. They're all geniuses. I say, neither one of you got no sense. Pray every day for a couple minutes, and your world will change. I, yeah, y'all busted and broke, and now you now you all want to know. You better do it. You got to do what you got to do. Spirit life. Well, I don't want nobody to know I'm a Christian. Then you're a compromiser. What do you mean they, they're going to know I'm a Christian? They're going to make fun of me. Make fun of them. Why oh, you got devils? Ha ha ha, you got devils. Ha, ha. Go to work tomorrow and go, hey, you got devils. Ha ha, ha 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 ha. You got devils. That's why you got problems. You got devils in you. Try it, it'll work. It'll be great. It'll be fun. Did they move that new dude next to you to the cube? You know, like, great. Hi, I got to work with you. You got devils. Ha. You know what I'm saying? They start cussing at work, going crazy, like, you got devils. That's why you got problems. After a while, they're going to ask you, why do you keep saying I got devils? Because you got one. <laughs> I got Jesus, but you got devils. Oh my God, aggravate everybody. I aggravated everybody saved. Oh my God. I went to Christian Science Reading Room one time. He lost me. Me and Lou Bob, me and my dad, man. It was the best, man. He went in there. He said, Where'd you go? I went in Christian Science Reading Room. I said, What is this? I said, This is all metaphysical nonsense. I got them people so mad in there. I said, It's a devil. People <laughs> so mad at me. God, if you're one of them people, God bless you, I'm sorry. I didn't have no, I had no sense back then. I went in there. I want to know what's this room all about. What is this? That, Evan, you should have seen this lady. There's a couple of them in there. I said, this is the devil. <laughs> it's not the devil. I said, it's the devil. It's <laughs> all demonic. It's The devil, man. You people need Jesus. You're, Sir, you're going to have to leave. Well, it's the devil while I'm leaving. I want you to know it's the devil. <laughs> Brian, these people thought I was crazy. I was preaching the gospel. I was like, this is the devil. That ain't some false religion. But they they, they can hammer you, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to give you an example because you're all so scared to share your faith. Everybody can say what they want to say, but you can't say what you want to say. Guess what? Hello? You can say whatever you want to say. Now, you shouldn't do it like that. You don't need to go places and tell people to die. I just tell you, I'm a little nuts. But you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying like this, like, oh, I can't tell my friends I'm a Christian. Get new friends. I can't go to work and tell them I pray I went to church on Sunday. What are you, crazy? They can tell you what they did. You ever hang out with the fellas? Man, last night, wow, we were here. No, man, look, I went to church and prayed in tongues. How you like that? Tell them what's up. Yeah, don't be scared of these people. They're looking for you. You're the light in the office. You're the blessedness of the company. They're going to start asking you questions about prayer. They're going to say, I got married problems. I got life problems. I got this problem. You over there, I don't want nobody to know. How about you renew your mind? Or that's the only reason why you're in that company. That's the only reason why you're the boss. That's the only reason why you got what you got. Because God put you there. Come on. Now read this, right? My soul's got to prosper. Okay? Why? Because at the degree of my soul prosperity, I am going to see my life transformed. Now look at Romans 12, 1 and 2 now. You want to see that? Remember I said, your soul has to prosper. You have to teach your soul. You got that? Look at Roman, this is what? 12, Romans 12, 1 and 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, present your body a living sacrifice. Right? That's your act of worship. Holy, acceptable in the God... Which is your reasonable service? see that? So that's your act of worship. Act, you don't say that? Yep. Just, remember I read it in the amplified your act of worship meaning like, oh I worship God. yeah, okay. We all worship God. we should be worshiping God. you know what we do though you got to come in and show it. Okay. What do you mean? Well I beseech you therefore brother by the mercy of God present your body living how, how sacrificed how sacrificed are you that's your, that's your worship. I'm going to come in here and sing them songs only when I want to. That ain't sacrifice. You got to sing when it hurts. I told him in the morning, I said, man, anybody can sing on the mountain. Can you sing in the valley? Woo! Right. <laughs> but that's where you get spiritual strength. When you're in the valley, you know you're like, I don't want to sing that song. I hate that song. mean, we had this dude in the church one time. We had this dude in the church. He come to me. He's like, Hey. He used to bring these songs to me, like I was like, it was like you know top ten Benny Benny Goodman hits. Like, bro, this is worship. This is not like the songs you want me to sing. He's like, I like to make some, I like to make some song selections. I was like, dude, I don't want to hear song selections. Okay, they select the songs. Go talk to Lauren and leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? And then I had one guy. I got one time, one time funny, right? Because my teacher told me this in school. It was funny. He goes. This. He goes. I don't really like the. I, I, he goes. I, I don't really like the, the the worship or something like you know. People are funny sometimes. Like, we don't really like the worship. I said. Well, we ain't singing to you anyway. So don't worry about it. Because <laughs> my teacher told me that one. You know, they said. Well, I don't like the worship. Well, guys, good. We ain't singing to you anyway. Get over it. That's a good one. eh? Yeah. Next time somebody says they don't like the worship, I don't like the worship. Go. Well, we ain't singing to you anyway. Get over it. Until Jesus tells us you don't like the worship. Oh well, get over it. Yeah, and we, we don't want your 10 suggestions of songs we should sing. Not that anybody in here does that. Go see Lauren with all that drama and leave me alone. All right. Look at 12 too. You guys, guys got to laugh. You're really tired. You know, it gets cloudy in Florida. You all go wacky. As soon as I don't see the sun, I know. Here they come. Oh, my, my, my I'm vitamin D deficient. The sun's been out for eight minutes and gone, and now it's over and whatever. Come on, stop. And be I'm going to keep you longer. And be not conformed in this world, but be ye transformed. Now watch this now. Everybody get all excited, right? Now look, here's another thing too. I bind you from familiarity. Because your minds all run in a row. I know that one. No, you don't know that one. Hear me today. Because I'm sharp, man. I'm on. Say? Okay? So just hear. I, I'll proceed your brother. On the mer- Shh. Learn the other side of this one today that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So guess how good God is to you, as renewed as your mind is. Um, Guess how acceptable you are to God, as good as your mind has been renewed. Guess how much of the perfect will of God you know God has for you. Based upon how much you renewed your mind to his perfect will. Because when you know the perfect will of God, you don't act. Oh, I don't take sick no more. That ain't part of the package. I don't take broke no more. Broke ain't part of the package. I don't take lack. See, how do I know how renewed? Be renewed in the mind. Be ye transformed to know what is the good will of God. Perfect will of God acceptable, Well, what would your life look like if you knew the good, the acceptable and the perfect will of God? Tomorrow when junk shows up, go, that ain't part of the package. My mind's renewed. That don't take that. That ain't my emotion. That ain't, that's a lie. That ain't who I am. Oh, you've been stoned since that? No, no, that ain't me. I'm a brand new creature in Christ. I can't accept that. That's, hey, return that thing to the sender. That thing don't belong at this address. Put the sticker on that and send it back where it came from because it ain't part of my plan. That's what you got to do. So you Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. You gotta work on that soul, man. You gotta chop wood in that head. Come on. You gotta say, nah, man, I ain't thinking that. I'm not believing that. I'm not expecting that. I'm not going there. Well, here's two things, right? Now, to, to the degree, so how good is my soul life? Well, only as good as the ability you trained it in a relationship to the soul. So that means this two things understanding and principle. Woo. We go with Romans eight one. I'm I'm ripping it today. You getting a lot of scripture. So understanding of life in the spirit and the principles of understanding. This. Let me let me read it. Let me go slow. Y'all right? y'all like ten minutes. Can y'all do ten more minutes? I like. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home. I don't like it here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, he's worse when we fast. Jesus help us. I thought he's going to get better. Understanding. Understanding the life of the spirit. Are you with me? My God, don't make me feel like I'm preaching to myself. Understanding life of the spirit. <clears throat> and the principles of cooperating with God. How well are you trained in the arena of soul in your soul? Do you understand life of the spirit? I'm going to give you powerful principles. Romans 8:1. If you get this, it will change your life forever. Because a lot of you, um, I'm going to give you this. This is really good. I had a really good one. You got to really pay attention to this. A lot of you think it's big. It's not big. It's easy. I gave you a lot of scriptures, highly anointed. That's why you got to read those. Principle two how much do you cooperate with God? Now, let me give you the principle of this, right? Because this is deeper and richer in its content. So it might seem like a little bit like, man, can I grasp that? Yeah, watch God. So I was talking to somebody the other day and I seen it clear as day. There was nobody in the room. They've been playing. You know, like I really want to go with God, and I'm like, no, you don't. You know, you really don't. But I'm okay. I'm cool with you hanging out because I get it. And it sounds good. It sounds cute. It's like spiritual cliche. You know, it's gonna be my year. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I'm not. I don't do that with you. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't sugarcoat it. I'm like, you know, hey, bro, get it straight and get it straight now. But I knew where they were at. They were kind of like in that that spot. Like, if I make a step towards him, I, I, I had I had patience. So I said, just let me know when you and bro. About two weeks ago, the joker hit his stride. I said, you're there. I knew it. I could feel it. I said, you're in the right spot. Stay there. Now, watch this. The moment that happens, I got greater place in your life. Okay? That's not for everybody. Just hear me. That's where God's got greater place. All of a sudden, God started doing things. Boom, 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 boom. But it was one little tiny step. This is why you got to understand Romans 8 and 1. See, if you don't make a step towards God, he can't do nothing for you. He just can't. You limit him you have to at least put your best spiritual foot forward and go, man, I could do that app. What's a minute a day, for crying out loud? You start putting a little step towards him, he'll move in your life. If you don't make a step towards God, my prayers ain't even really efficient in your life. They just work a little bit. They don't work like they could. But once you come into like a step towards it, I can move heaven and earth with you. Most people don't get to me in a place of agreement. That's why every time we go somewhere, like if you need something, I'll believe God for miracles, but I gotta find out where you're at so we can find a place to link faith. Look at Romans, look at Romans 8 1. There is therefore now for no condemnation that are in Christ Jesus. Now there's no condemnation to you because you're in Christ. You got the, You understand what I'm saying? Okay, you understand this? You see the seed thing? Now look what he says here. He says this, there's no which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Now he's talking to believers. Look, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in the believer, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Say, look, you're a believer, but if you don't take a step towards spiritual things, we got problems, bro. Because yeah. the laws kick in mm. that start affecting your future, and you can't get out of a law just like gravity. Yeah. You see that? Did you did you absorb that? Now, my life's jacked up. You put your life on jacked up. Right. You jacked it up. Bad decisions. Right. Just stop it. And stop blaming everybody for your stuff. Yeah, oh, God, I'm in... Now I can hear, you can feel the room. Oh, my, it was my mama. It was my grandma. It was this one. It was that one. Ah, oh, shut it. Cut it out. Oh, my, my, this one, that one, that one, this one. All right, listen, man, people weird and goofy, and that's life. Stop letting these people waste another minute of your future because you can't get out of your path. That's good teaching right there. It's ornery, a little rough, but get over it. Well, my mama never said I was there. Well, your mama didn't know jack. Stop it. I'm telling you, man. I'm trying to be nice. They jacked up dysfunctional, and they talking stuff over you, and you believe in it like it's gospel truth. Are you kidding me? Why are you listening to people with no PhD in common sense? Let them tell you who you are. Nobody said They said All right. Everybody. Oh, God. This is the Holy Ghost. The people that said you would never amount to anything, where are they at right now? Let me throw a chair. I feel like chucking a chair. You know what I'm saying? That's like the broke guy trying to give you financial advice. No, nah, bro, this is what you got to do with your money. You got to put your money over here, and you got to roll it over, and you get this, do that. Yo, bro, how much you got in the bank? $23. But I'm telling you, man, this is how you do it. I know it. i seen. I watch YouTube. Watch YouTube, you idiot. Stupid idiots over here trying to tell you who you are. I know what I'm talking about. Man, go get somebody smart and say, what do I do? some morons telling. well, man, I'm rough with it, but I'm not rough with it. You know what I'm saying? Well, they told me I was never going What do they got? What do they got? They ain't got nothing. And you're going to listen to them like they know what they're talking about. Well, they didn't love me. Man, guess what? If you can't see who I am, you don't understand who I am. That ain't my problem, you don't know. I'm lovable. Come on, you know what I'm saying? People are like, well, you know, I'm still shot out. You're shot out from what? And look, you better cut it out. Well, you know, people, you know, people, I'm just not going to get the breaks everybody else gets. Why? That's that goofiness in your head. You got, you got God. And when he commands favor to hit your life, man, got people drop dead, man, trying to get in your way. Did you hear what I said? If God be for me, ain't a person in the earth going to be against me. You better off being my friend. No, I had, I had a, you know what? You want to know what? I'm just telling you Scott's God's the truth. I had to pray for people who, that were talking about me and standing against me. And these people were like, Why? I said, They might die. I'm not playing, man. God was, I'm serious because I, I know enough of God. He said, Go read Deuteronomy 28, it'll tell you. You stand up against me, my God will crush you. I said, God, be merciful to him. I did, I got to pray for these idiots. I felt so bad praying for him, but I had it. Because you know, like evil people try to come against you. I said, God, spare them. I know enough of the word to be dangerous. Ain't that true? It's true. He said he'll rise up against my enemies and annihilate them right before me. That's what Deuteronomy twenty-eight says it's part of the blessing. Come on, man! Nobody can stop you. Where that work? Man, I've moved the company, or the whole thing will fold and start a new one and make you president. I don't know what it is. You got to think like that. You got to believe like that. You got to expect like that. It's going to be the best year of my life. Come on, man! I'm gonna start building so. Now look, I'm not trying to be like you know, oh, pastor, Chris. but you know, people are evil. People are evil, man. They're trying to come against you evilly. God's for you, man. I'm trying to get you some of the people that try to speak in your life weren't there because they were good, honest, God-loving people, man. They were there to destroy your future. Don't let them speak. Don't let them rob a minute of your time. All right, look at Romans 8. When we got to go. That's a little bunny trail, but it was good, right? You know what I'm saying? You know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying? Oh, you, this is how you do it. But they don't know what they're talking about. There is there. Now, did you get this? There's there is no, there no condemnation in the military in Christ Jesus who walk. So he's saying spirit people have still got to walk after the spirit. What happens if you don't walk after the spirit? Verse 2, you're bound by laws. Everybody say you're bound by laws, bound by laws. whether you believe it or not. Hey, can you change gravity? Nope. You can't change gravity. Gravity's there. You just can't. Can you see gravity? Mm-mm. What do you see? You see the decision of ground. You know, you guys can play around with a plane, you know what I mean? You p- tweak the laws. That's what flying's all about. Axe, thrust, speed, wind. But guess what? You run out of gas, you fall like a rock. You know what I'm saying? Sooner or later, sooner you could defy it for a, quite a period of time. But gas run out, I don't know, man. we in trouble then, Right? But think about it. Gravity's here right now. We don't really see it with our physical eye, But if we start, we see the effects of it, right? So here, right? Is gravity here? It's right there, right? It's there. We can't see it, but it's there all the while. Look at 8.2. For the law, which means law, just like gravity, of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. He said there's two laws. Life in Christ, sin and death. Where you take your step opens the law of that life. I'm going to get up tomorrow and be as carnal as day is long. You're going to be as doomed as day is long can be because every decision you make within it is trapped by a law you can't get out of just like gravity. I'm a believer. Big deal. Your actions are showing you where you can go. You can be a believer all day long. If you don't take the step towards spirit life, that's why I was trying to tell you, once you take a step Towards it, the law, the spirit of life in Christ, that's where grace is. That's where peace is. That's where power is. That's what you know. So take a step towards spirit life. You might not be perfect, but the moment you take it out, I can do a little bit. I can allow that word. I can allow that incorruptibility in that word to transform my future. That's when you start rolling in the spirit. You understand it? So by taking that word and saying, okay, well, I'm going I'm to, it's almost like that. I'm going to try to walk in love. Great. I'm going to try to pray it out. Great. I'm going to try. It's okay to try because here's the thing. As long as you take a step towards trying to renew your mind, a step towards not living out of your head, not a step toward. God said that that law, look, look at verse 3. Look. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his son. You can't live this life free without these spiritual principles. And the likeness of sinful flesh, Condemns sin in the flesh. Come on, somebody. Watch verse 4. It's going to make sense. Verse 4 makes so much sense, and you got it. It's a wrap. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after what? Walking after the spirit. Man, tomorrow you're going to get up and say, I'm walking after the spirit. I ain't that spiritual. You're more spiritual than you think you are. Get up in the morning and say, I'm going for it, man. Praise be to God. Get up in the morning and say, praise Jesus. Little things, little baby steps. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Get up and just start the day right. I'm praying in tongues. A couple minutes. couple minutes? Yeah, I'm walking in the Spirit. Walking in love is walking in the Spirit. Stay in close. And what are you doing? You're opening the law. Once you get in that law, guess where that law is taking you? The victory. Are we going to pray? We're going to read? A couple minutes a day. That's why I push the app. It's easy. Because It's graspable. Five scriptures. Who can't read five scriptures, brah? And a proverb a day. Are you kidding me? Now you say, well, that's not a lot. What's that little seed? You ever, you ever see those big old trees? How many years are those trees in the ground? 100 years. It was a seed. 180. Here? She cuts them for a living. 180. 180 years in, in, in the ground from a seed. You ever see them things? Little seed. What's that little seed going to do? Broke the concrete out there. Little seed. I'm telling you, right? You ever see that? You ever see that? Little seed. Little seed looking for potential. What's that? Well, it's the Bible. That little seed. What's that little word going to do? It has the ability to graft its nature inside of you and transform your everything. Have you thinking like Jesus? Have you responding like Jesus? Have you grown like Jesus? But here's the thing. Can't block my soul, because my soul's fighting it. It's fighting against it. I don't see how. Let the seed that's in there take root in what's in that soul and say, mind, you ain't thinking like that no more. Will, you ain't responding like that. Emotions, we ain't going there. We're gonna allow that root seed word to transform our future forever. And I'm gonna not be blocking, but I'm gonna be accepting what it said. And then it's gonna start making me think different. I'll think different dogs. Where'd that come from? See, people got the word of God, what do they do? They reject it. Instead of accepting it, that it doesn't work. But if you accept it, what does it do? It has the power within to transform. So what if I got a seed and I don't put it in the ground? Can't produce nothing. But what happens if I got a seed and I stick it in the ground? Grows. Come on. Put that seed in that soul and let it stay there until it develops some fruit that you want to see. Come on, you see it? Oh, I got it. Gonna be fix my thinking. Gonna fix my will. Ooh, gonna get my emotions lined up. Ooh, here I go now. I'm dialing it in one step at a time. You see it? It's the process, it's the only way to do it. But here's the thing, he gave you the seed potential. See, this would be a hit or miss if he didn't give you the perfect seed to produce. Incorruptible means what? Cannot take upon the corruption means if you just put it in there, it'll work. You just got to leave it in there long enough to grow and develop, and next thing you know, you can bear fruit. First the ear, then the blade, then the full kernel in the ear, Then then you can start growing fruit off it. You know what I'm saying? And then fruit, man, that's easy. Now you're fully developed. That's how you do it. Then just to, See, if you want transformation, that's what Jesus said. And he went on the Mount of Transfiguration, and, he, and what? Glory came out of him. How did he do that? He let the process take its course. You can too. You're going to live the most glorified life by applying the word of God in every single season of your life and not allowing it to what? be taken. Because I'm telling you, I never said that before. Mark chapter 4, that's, that's, that's the soul's response to the word of God. Every one of those logical things is where soul responds. So don't go there. Don't go there. Just say, now I'm going to accept it to be truth, and I'm going to start rolling with it, and now I'm going to start working on it, and I'm going to start steering it, guiding it, leading it, providing for it, and showing it where to go. Amen? And once you do that, Ephesians 1 and 3 said, all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, Getting ready to flow. It's a flow. Open up the valve. It's in you. Open it up. And let it flow right through you. That's what this is all about. It's in there. You ain't doing this. God, come down. No, God's already in. Kingdom of heaven's within. Just flow through me. Teach me. Lead me. God. me. Help me. All right? Stand up on your feet. You did great. That's a lot of word. That's a lot of word, but you can do it. You can do it, amen? Come on. You can do this, Dave. Just lift your hands to heaven real quick. Just thank Jesus. Just say this out loud. Say, Jesus, thank you for transforming me. Let this year be the best year of my life. Let transformation take place in every area. Thank you for leading me, guiding me, and helping me. And I thank you, Father. Now, real real, real, still, real serious right now. Get real serious. Just get real serious. Don't get preoccupied with anything. Just get real serious right now. If you're really serious, I'm telling you, this is going to be a life-changing moment right here for some of you. If you're really serious, if you'll trust God with your future more than you'll trust yourself, right now, in this precedent moment, get serious with God. Say, just tell him, say, I'm ready. Help me. Lead me and guide me. Let this year be the best year of my spiritual life. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen? And amen. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Put your hands together. You did good. Hallelujah. All right, don't forget. Next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night online. It's only online. Nobody's in the building. Soul Summit. We're going to be preaching all of it. I finished this message on Friday. I got four other points for you in there that I'll preach on Friday. that You'll get Friday. But I didn't get through them because it was a lot. So go watch it. You can go back and watch it. And then Sunday morning we're coming in here for breakthrough. Next Sunday... Come ready and expect a. You fasted, you prayed, you saw God, get your prayer requests in. This is it. One more week. Press in, man. Sunday, Saturday, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, we had a great time of prayer. We're going to have another corporate prayer on Saturday here, and then we're going to go get this thing going, and man, and then Sunday we're in the building, and that's it. And so you might say, well, I'm, I didn't know. Get in. Don't wait. And get in part of this corporate fast. Corporate fast change your life because it's more than just you praying. It's everybody praying for you. I've been praying for your lost loved ones, praying for your family members, praying for We're seeing stuff happen already. But God, God loves you. So get in on it, all right? I love you. God bless you. You're doing great. Praise the Lord. You guys are dismissed.